having a equal relationship between couples. Mm. You don't have that uh, feeling that the male dominant uh, mentality mm. that when I want it, I get it. You know, it's like you know, you think about this is uh, on demand channel. <laughs> this is <laughs> like uh, Netflix. <laughs> you know, like last time you know we have uh, TV channel, right? Must you know, must wait, right? You no, know, for our most favorite movie. Mm. Once uh, a week. Favorite, once a week. You know, now is anytime you can. You know, maybe it, it helps in that kind of uh, <laughs> mindset. Hi, I'm Hafiz and this is We Are Dads Too, a podcast for fathers by fathers. Each week, we will have conversations about different aspects of fathering. We will also be speaking with experts to get their opinions. All right, Parson. Yes, Hi. Hafiz. Yes, today we have a special guest, another very special guest. Wow. Very difficult to get Everyone this person. Everyone is special. <laughs> right. Of course, of course. We only bring special people. Alright, because we are not so special. That's why we must be special people. I think people. people might be tired of listening to us. I hope not, but... <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not tired of listening to you yet, Parkson. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, with us today is Dr. Taufik. Hi. Hi, Dr. Taufik. Thanks, uh, thanks Hafiz and Parkson for inviting me today to join you, uh, your podcast. Hope I can share some light on the health topics. Today. Yeah. Well, we have uh, Dr. Taufik back again. And this time we are going to talk about men, but in a different way. <laughs> something that we all think about we all mm-hmm. talk about mm-hmm. and for many we do it also and we are talking about sex okay alright yeah. that's very interesting very interesting okay. you know I think uh, this is a very um, important area because it it affects not just in terms of our physical but also our emotional and for some they will include that spiritual well-being alright so let's let's begin by talking about what are some of the difficulties that men face in this area of sex? Okay. Well, thanks again for having me. Um, so, I, normally I would see men, uh, when those who come to see me in the clinic, uh, they actually face problems. Majority will be erectile dysfunction. Uh, that's one of the common things uh, that I see. Another common problem would be uh, signs or symptoms of low testosterone, something like low sex drive or low mood or also even not uh, feeling the, the what do you call that? even the erection is not that great. Yeah, so that's another uh, major component of the patients that I see. These two are the common ones. And what are some of the causes of these issues? Okay, so for erectile dysfunction, um, it can range according to the age group, right? So generally, or maybe traditionally, we are looking at older men with issues of erectile dysfunction. So maybe those 50 years and above are at high risk of erectile dysfunction. So erectile dysfunction is basically, um, it's not just about not being able to get hard, but sometimes not being able to be uh, uh, hard enough for penetration or even for the satisfaction of both parties, like uh, your wife, your partner, and yourself. So as long as uh, the satisfaction is not there, that is, can be considered as a erectile dysfunction. Uh, so, of course, for the older men, the factors can be a lot of things, including like chronic diseases, mm. uh, mental health issues. Uh, it could be also low testosterone. It could be lifestyle th- issues, like maybe lack of exercise or poor diet. So... There's a lot of factors and most of the time, everything comes to play. It's not just one thing that causes it. Uh, so, that's, those are the things that may cause in the older men. Uh, 
But I do see younger men, even in their 30s, and some even 20s. And there's another big group of men with erectile dysfunction, but it is mainly linked to more of a performance anxiety. Mm-hmm. So there's this, sometimes there's uh, anxious, maybe it's a new relationship, or maybe it's somebody that they really like, and then they get anxious for the first time, or just just that it ha- keeps happening. So that's another big thing. So Dr. Masjid asked this question, right? Cyclists out there, he said, can cycling cause erectile dysfunction? <laughs> okay. Well, I... Oh, you laugh. <laughs> That's why we talk about tight pants, tight mm. everything. Yeah. And then when you sit down on the cycling seat, uh, sometimes painful. Never use a yeah, yeah. uh, sponge. So, <laughs> it's, it's a valid question, right? Yes. Good question. It's a good question. Um, I don't think there's any link of cycling or prolonged cycling to erectile dysfunction. But... Uh, you may want to check fertility. Fertility may be affected for various reasons, like, you know, because there's constant pressure. Because your fertility is best, uh, based on your testicles. Mm. There's constant pressure, there's constant heat. So, it mean that you won't be so healthy for the sperm. So, that is, uh, that's something that you want to look into. But erectile dysfunction, mm. maybe not. I mean, do you have cyclists coming to you? I mean, say that I'm a cyclist, you know, I do. I mean, so I that you know that they are cyclists and so, coming with all these problems. So no? far, I don't have issues of that fertility and they are cyclists. Or maybe the cycling part did not come up. <laughs> they did not say that they were cycling. Right. Uh, but but I've, I've seen uh, cyclists who have issues with the, uh, I, uh, what do you call it, chronic pelvic pain because mm. they're constantly sitting. So there's a lot of pain and inflammation in that area. Mm. Yeah. Do you cycle, doctor? Uh, I do not not so much. So much. Uh, I actually just got a bicycle recently. Ah. I think just got on the trend. Everybody <laughs> yes, yeah, right. It's almost sold out. No, everybody bicycle now. Yeah, so yeah, the good ones. Yeah, so I just cycle. No, just for leisure. Nothing, nothing serious. Okay. Mm. Yeah, going back to uh, erectile dysfunction and the various solutions, right? Mm. Uh, or low uh, testosterone. Mm. Uh, the word that comes to me immediately is Viagra. Mm, right. Mm. So, is that the only solution, or is is the, is that <clears throat> being used widely? Okay. Uh, so, so uh, you're referring to the group of medication. In fact, mm. Viagra is not the only medication. Mm. It belongs to a group of medication that works on the same uh, inhibitor or same receptors. Uh, so, this medication would be uh, one of the first lines that we'll do. We will uh, will prescribe for erectile dysfunction if it's really a erectile dysfunction issue, and. Um, uh, actually, nowadays it's not the only solution. We also have other things like uh, uh, there's a shockwave therapy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so we have a machine that uh, administers shock, low intensity shockwave. There's no pain. It's not. There's no electrocution. Uh, there's no downtime. But what it does is that increase blood flow to the mm-hmm. penis, in- improve circulation, and that helps with the erection as well. So there is uh, another. Uh, relatively new in terms of the last few years in terms of uh, treatment for erectile dysfunction. We also have other things like injection, gels, uh, uh, but not as popular as the medication, of course, and also not as common. The shortwave so far also has been proven to be quite effective. Mm-hmm. Wow, we didn't know all these things existed. <laughs> yeah, now we know. Huh? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can have his number later, I'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't need it right now. <laughs> you never know. You can never know. Yes, you right. never know. Yeah. Okay. Well, related to this, I think, um, I don't know if it's uh, okay to talk about this, but masturbation. Mm. Okay. Uh, there are different schools of thought. Different mm. people do it for different reasons. Mm. Um, some say, you know, well, uh, it's a way to increase my manliness, you know, and uh, uh, for those who are married, for example, they might resort mm. to that, you know, when they're 
for example, their wives are pregnant mm. or having their periods mm. or their wives are not interested in sex. Mm. So they, they use that as their own outlet. Mm. Um, from the medical point of view, what, what are some of the things that we need to know about uh, masturbation? Uh, growing up in you know our Asian uh, culture and community, uh, we sometimes we criminalize masturbation a bit too much. So, but actually, it's actually a natural process where the the body has to, uh, or uh, the man has to release the sperm or the semen, uh, from your testicles and your prostate gland. So it's a natural process because even if you don't do it, uh, you may have that's why you may have your wet dream and then you have your natural ejaculation at night as well. So it is a natural process, um, and some studies even may have shown that regular masturbation may help to uh, reduce risk of prostate uh, enlargement or prostate cancer. Although some say the studies are not validated, lah. So it's a bit uh, controversial in the area, but definitely it's a natural uh, process for a man in terms of ejaculation. Mm. Mm. So, so is is there a definite medical uh, advice on this? You mean uh, how often or whether you should do it? Ah, you should do it lah. <laughs> whether you should do it, whether because it's like sometimes people know because maybe a uh, certain religion, for example, mm. uh, prevent. Yeah. I mean, uh, prohibit it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I think people sometimes and they are not well informed mm. and uh, they just take it as, uh, you know, uh, no way cannot you know. Mm. Uh, but mm. again, biologically and medically, yeah. yeah. What what does it say? So so in terms of so if I related to just having sex so so it's recommended to have regular sex like maybe about three times a week similar to exercise you know mm. so similarly ejaculation is also around the same mm. duration and frequency I'm in terms of just uh, normal sexual health so so the other one is about you mentioned I think quite a good point regular sex and uh, this thing of regular sex right uh, I mean it's different for different people mm. and I want to ask you like what is you know the 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 uh, ideal or the you know but mm. I mean, definitely once a year is not enough, lah. <laughs> I mean, you're married, you know. Yeah, and definitely, a, that's a problem. If you yeah, it's it definitely that's a problem, yeah. right? Uh, you want every day also? No, the every day will be uh, too much. Too much, right? I think for the men, probably no problem, but the women, you know. <laughs> okay, maybe. Okay, mm. because uh, I mean, for for reasons, I think you just want to explain. If you can do once a day, it will be good. But I think very few people can do that. <laughs> can keep up with that. Right, unless yeah. you use Viagra every time, but it has side effect, right? <laughs> and of course, we all have so many responsibilities. <laughs> every, every yeah, yeah. yeah, no, I'm trying to relate that. You see, but if you because if you ha- if you have a healthy sexual mm. life, mm. your partner, mm. right? Actually, with a, the right partner mm. and a married partner, especially, mm. right? It means uh, emotionally you're bonded mm. and you have uh, good. Uh, emotional uh, bonding and so on, so masturbation probably uh, is not on the list or not on the table every time. Mm, mm. Right, so again, it's about healthy yes. sexual life. Yeah, yes, that's right. Yeah, so it's all about the healthy release of the ejaculation or in terms of the seminal fluid. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, talking about frequency of sex, you know, uh, yes, I I think I've heard of this. You know, three times a week would be a healthy frequency. Um, but there are also people who say, you know, that uh, well, my wife or maybe even the guy, you know, is the one that does not have any uh, desire to have sex. Mm. So there are couples that maybe have sex less than once a week, mm. you know. So I think um, this can be a very sensitive issue, and mm. a lot of guys will not talk about it. Mm. I happen to be in a Facebook group, and uh, one of the uh, fathers actually brought it up, all right? Mm. 
And so, wow, there was a very interesting discussion <laughs> on mm. Facebook. Mm. I mean, the group is all, all guys. And so, obviously, people are very open to talk about it. So, I began to realize this is a very, uh, very personal issue, but also a very real one. Mm. You know, so people were asking, so what, what's the frequency? What should it be? Um, is it harmful to the marriage, you know? Mm. Uh, and what, what can we do about it, you know? So I was I was suggesting to them that well depending on your age you know um, yes there w could be and usually there there is a decrease in your frequency in having sex mm. you know within the marriage um, but there should be a kind of a minimum uh, there should be some regularity because otherwise I don't know I I don't want to be too um, jumping to conclusion but uh, it you might want to check on your relationship mm. you know you mm. might want to find out why all right if you are if the guy is the one losing interest why you know mm. because that could also cause the wife to ask a lot of questions you know mm. what's wrong with me you know am i no longer attractive to you doing <laughs> and things like that so i think what i advise that, that father is whatever it is whatever you're feeling have an open talk with your wife um, so that there is no room for such, you know, suspicions and, you know, speculations and all mm. that. Mm. And it's also good to just share what you're feeling and what you're going through. Uh, a lot of people say, well, it's just stress, you know, I'm just too busy. That's, that's why there's no no mood for it and things like that. Well, mm. even so, even if that is true, talk about it, mm. all right? Because mm. being honest is also a way to build intimacy between husband and wife. Mm. And... Um, all right, and sometimes if we are too busy for it, just like couples have date nights, mm. and I hope many couples still have date nights. Mm. Uh, plan for a sex date. Mm. All right, um, and the Dr. John Gottman, which I I learned a lot from, and he's a relationship and marriage guru. He says, you know, sex is the main event, but everything else before that is foreplay. Mm. All right. Mm, yeah. So if you if you plan a sex date. You know, on Tuesday night, for example, you know, and so everything you do from Thursday, Tuesday morning, mm. all the way, you know, is foreplay. Mm. All right, the messages you send, the 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 words that you use when you talk to each other, you know, and everything else, the things that you do for each other, all that is foreplay and leading up to the main event. I think another, you know, some some couples may be, especially guys, I think, you know, uh, when they want it, they want it. <laughs> you know and when the wives are not ready they don't get it and so uh, bitterness and resentment mm. starts to build up and that leads to further um, deterioration of the intimacy and, and things like that so I'm, I'm just trying to kind of uh, apply you know this whole topic to relationship how it affects mm. a marriage how it affects your intimacy and all that mm. and what uh what you can do and what you should do about it in order not to let your marriage suffer because of this. Mm. Yeah, so I think with that note also, um, I would say, I think some some peop some guys may be worried if they, how come I'm not hitting three times a week? Or how come I'm only doing once a week? Or how come I'm doing every day, you know? So sometimes every couple is different. And sometimes if you, you both of you are really, really happy with, you know, that kind of frequency, sometimes it's... It, yeah, it could be good enough, but of course, mm -hmm. yeah. If mm -hmm. it's too little, then there's something wrong, lah. Correct. Yeah. yeah, I think as as long as it is something mutually agreed mm. upon, and both parties are happy with it, all right. 
And um, I think that that's fine. That's why I said important thing is you talk about it. Yeah, correct. Communicate. communicate, you know, share what you feel about it, how you're feeling right now, what are the struggles you have, because all this openness and honesty uh, brings the couple closer together. So not just the sex, because even if you do it three times a week and you do it unwillingly, you mm. do it because oh, I have to do it, yeah. you know, based on some expectations, uh, you might have performance issues. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So so again, I think we have talked about this, about um, having a, a equal relationship be, uh, between couples. Mm. You don't have that uh, feeling that uh, you know the male dominant dominant uh, mentality mm. that when I want it I get it you know it's like you know you think about this is uh, on demand channel <laughs> <laughs> this is Netflix. like uh, Netflix <laughs> you know like last time you know we have uh, TV channel right you know must wait right you know for our pre- most favorite movie mm, once a week movie, once a week you know now is any time you can you know maybe it, it helps in that kind of uh, <laughs> mindset yeah so so. I think it's good that you have that kind of uh, expectation, uh, timetable in a way, not not strict, mm. but have some sense of a mm. plan and, uh, uh, you know, then everyone can be prepared and so on, not, not sudden. I want to switch back again to the part on uh, uh, sexual drive and so on. Uh. Mm. Okay. And uh, there's a research actually mm. by Harvard saying that uh, mm. whether nuts, eating nuts, improve sexual function. I mean, they did a yeah. they did a research. Oh, I love yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. I happen to have loved nuts, you know. I'm nuts um, about nuts. <laughs> and because it's healthy to eat nuts, it's a natural snack, right? Mm. Yeah. So they, they did a uh, research on uh, some men, 83 healthy men, and to follow uh, either traditional Western di- uh, style diet without nuts and another one with nuts with certain mm. amount. Mm. And they, after 14 weeks, okay, men in the nut group reported improvement in sexual function like sexual desire, mm. quality of orgasms, mm. you know, compared to those in the control group. Mm. Okay? But did they say, there's a disclaimer, it was not clear how nuts may have helped the men, mm. but researchers suggested that nuts high amounts of unsaturated fatty acids mm. and antioxidants might be the factor. Mm. What do you see? Mm. Well, I mean, sometimes studies, we also must must see how they do the study. <laughs> but but some of the things, it's been mentioned that nuts may help with libido because of the, the, the fatty acid and maybe some of the nutrients inside that could contribute to testosterone production. Possibly. Possibly. But you uh, you don't want to come out here and say, okay, I'm going to eat nuts every day. Yeah. Then you also, too much of a good thing is also yeah. not, a good, not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there's also other factors. You must consider there are so many other factors that goes into uh, the sex drive, testosterone production. And one of the things that I always remind my patients is actually is the lifestyle, overall lifestyle. Just now, uh, previously we talked about uh, health, right? So it's still important to eat healthy, maintain a healthy weight, have regular physical activity, and specifically like more of the muscle weight exercise or those muscle building exercises are more effective for sex drive uh, than, than those cardio exercises. But of course, it's a good combination uh, to have both cardio and weight building, muscle building exercises. Because the more muscle you build, the more testosterone you can produce. Ah, mm. okay. So there's that correlation. Mm. What about meat? Eh? I mean, there's this thing about red meat. I mean, uh, people think that uh, eating red meat mm. may cause uh, higher testosterone mm. levels. Is it true? I think uh, there's, it may contribute, it may help, mm. but then it's not directly. 
So it may when you eat more meat, then you have more protein. So more yeah. protein, more muscle. Yeah. Then of course, if you exercise, then it will work lah. Uh, but if okay. you don't exercise, then <laughs> yeah. it will become something else. Okay, you eat one cow, you know, <laughs> yeah. so it won't work lah. Yeah. No, you know what? What is the what is the food mm. that people usually you know? Yes, use? tell me, person. Your secret now that you tell <laughs> not, me. Not my secret oh, okay, okay. because this is one of those food that I don't like to eat. Oh, uh, oysters. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. People yeah. say, well, oysters make you horny. You know. Aphrodisiac. Yeah. Is it true? Because it's uh, one of the key vitamins inside is zinc. It's high in zinc. So that also contributes to the testosterone production. Mm, yeah. Okay. Uh, but yeah, lah. so if you don't like oyster, then... <laughs> yeah, I don't like yeah. any kind of shell, you know, oysters, clams or anything like that. Um, yeah, only if I eat it accidentally, then I'll eat and it. And you can possibly eat it all the time <coughs> because it's also high in uh, cholesterol because ah, it's, it's okay. a shellfish. <coughs> Correct. So, so like I said, uh, all these things may have good things, but you can't be eating it every day. You can't be eating nuts, so many, so much nuts every day. So you need to have a holistic, mm, multi-pronged mm, approach, mm, you know. Um, mm. Take care of your <coughs> physical health, mm. <coughs> mental health, and then your, phys- your sexual health. Mm. So, so if you're looking at like vitamins and minerals, you can get it from a multivitamin. So together with a well balanced diet. Mm. Mm. Okay. Um, what about uh, some people? Uh, they, maybe this is a bit funny, lah. All right, they don't exercise, uh, but they take sex, uh, as exercise. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, they say you know having sex is like running what? How many rounds? Ah, around that's why I must do track. every day <laughs> or three times a day. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> it. I mean, it is true because studies show that you know having sex burns a lot of calories. But also, if you look at, you can also ask yourself, how are you doing the sex? You know, some guys may just be lying down. <laughs> I don't think you'll be burning a lot. Yeah. You know? But if you are, you know, you're actively engaging, you're moving, you're sweating, yeah, it's definitely exercise. But if you use that as an excuse for not exercising, and I think I think that's not right, lah. So so it's all about balance. You know, there's certain exercises that will still be beneficial for you even when you do have regular sex. Yeah. Don't use it as an excuse not to exercise. Correct. <laughs> I, I don't think it's a <clears throat> complete replacement mm. because uh, not every muscle group in your body is involved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, you haven't read Kama Sutra? No. <laughs> Unless you finish the whole book. <laughs> la, maybe. Oh, okay. La. Okay. There's so many positions there. You know, I don't oh, think right, any of right. us can do it. Most yeah. of us can do it. Yeah. Most guys just lie down. <laughs> 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 yeah it's okay interesting. uh i think it's really good that uh, you know we are so comfortable now to speak about sex uh, all right despite knowing that actually it's a podcast people are listening <laughs> and, and you were saying about uh you have a facebook group right that uh, and I, people i'm start, in a facebook group yeah, yeah yeah and and people discuss you know and men start discussing yes. so there's no harm right this, yeah. this is the f- I mean I've been yeah. in this group for a number of years yeah. this is the first time somebody brought up this topic mm. oh. so we were quite surprised in, in a good way mm. we were you know a lot of them said wow you're so bold to bring this up you know mm. so yes I think uh, we need to do that more men need to do that and somebody just needs to start the ball rolling and say you know Let's talk about it. Why? Mm. Why hide it? Mm. And actually, you're you're a medical doctor dealing with uh, special uh, specializes in <clears throat> men's health mm. and sexual. He's part of it, right? Mm, yes. So this is definitely a an area mm. that I think you also feel. Uh, is it is that reason? What 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 made you go into this actually? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean for men's health, uh, is is because I always find men tend to keep to themselves and not not uh seek medical help. You know, and I when I when I speak to some of these uh, 
men or my friends, a lot of times they are not comfortable with the doctor. So, so they feel uncomfortable telling the doctor about all these intimate problems or all these men's health issues because they don't feel comfortable. They feel, you know, that maybe the, the doctor is not interested or the doctor is judging them. So, so that's when I started to go into this field and I, uh, and I feel that I'm able to make them feel comfortable enough to, to share their problems and help them solve their issues. Yeah, I thought this is a wonderful, uh, what do you call, uh, becomes a passion for you, becomes mm. a mission for you, it seems. Yeah. Alright, and you start very young. Yeah. Anyway, Dr. Tafik is very young. <laughs> I think uh, you're almost like double his age. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, la, not double. La. Yeah, you're below 30, right? No, I'm not. You're not? Eh, you look so young. <laughs> yeah, that's huh? right. How old are you I'm then? almost 40. I'm almost serious? Yeah. Really? Okay. I didn't know that. How do you mention that you are like, you are late 20s or early yeah, 30s? Yeah, that's why I got experience. <laughs> okay, now, 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 how do you keep so, I mean, you're well-groomed, it seems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, so like I mentioned, so I've also gone through the cycles of you know, uh, gaining weight and losing weight and being unhealthy and healthy. Um, so, it's a process. Uh, and at the same time, I'm also very passionate other than men's health. It's also about uh, overall uh, wellness, uh, preventive preventive medicine and uh, anti-aging in a like a natural way, you know. Mm. So, so, I myself wanted to go through it and, ex- and not say experiment, but actually experience what are the things that I would advise my patients to do so that I can be the example to tell them, okay, I've done this. This thing is, you know, this is what you expect. Or I've done this and, okay, not so good. This is what I get, that kind of thing. So, I want to be the good example for my patients and I can advise them that you don't have to rely on medication all the time. Sometimes you can also do this and that at the same time with regular monitoring and regular health screening. Right, it's, it's unique in a way. Yeah. I mean, uh, because we have, people have this, uh, you know, uh, expectation. Medical doctor always give medicine, right? Now you're talking <laughs> about alternative medicine, mm, and yeah. uh, going into there uh, again, there are many, many alternative uh, mm. approaches out there. May not be uh, genuine. Mm. It may even be unbacked by any kind of uh, evidence, mm. right? So how do you uh, manage that? Uh, and you advise your how do you advise your so, patients? So it's it's natural to get my patients coming in and ask me, can I take this? Is this good? And you know, all those things. Um, so a supplement is a big, a big huge industry, um, and a lot of supplements out there, uh, as, uh, especially from certain countries, uh, when they buy, they just buy online, uh, and then later HSA will find that they even contain certain medication or even steroids or even Viagra inside at high doses. Wow. No wonder they get very powerful because they put medicine inside. Mm. So a lot of times, especially when you buy online from unknown sources, you may not know what you're getting. So my advice would, uh, now this information is uh, available. So find out where is the source of the supplement, how they made it, uh, whether there's any studies to back up the supplement. Uh, so uh, more, and more, more and more supplements are also uh, going through studies so you can read up more. And and from there you can or you can even ask uh, specialists or doctors who knows about this kind of supplements lah, so they can advise you what's the best. Okay, one of the last question I want to ask. Don't mind, ah, Does men go through menopause? <laughs> yes, men go through menopause. In fact, I wrote an article in Britain uh, Harian on this. It's called andropause. Okay. Yeah, that's the. Uh, all men, term. all men, or. Hmm. I would and, say at which, at which age, you know? Yeah, yeah. I would say all men are uh, because eventually, now eventually, eventually, because we're all living longer. Mm. So I cannot say some men don't because when we live longer, eventually we'll hit it. So basically, 
uh, it's not the same as menopause. So menopause is slightly different, uh, but the concept is the same. That means there's a reduction of our main male sex hormone, which is testosterone. Mm. So uh, as the age go up, the percentage of men with low testosterone is higher. So when you are 70, you are 70%, you, are, you have it. When 80, 80% have it. So so that's the the statistics. Lah. So yes, men do have menopause and we call it andropause. Yeah. Um, but of course, you 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 can seek treatment for it, you know. Uh, so there's there's medication, there's treatment, yeah. and there are ways to uh, so-called slow down or improve the symptoms. Okay, so so for women, it is it uh, like a point of no return, right? In a uh, sense, is it uh, like yeah. something like that? But men is not, eh? Yeah. So so because uh for for women it's slightly different because when they have no more uh ovaries. I mean, uh, yeah, the eggs, the more eggs, then they just there's no more production. Mm. That's it. Mm. So it just stops. Mm. Whereas uh, for men, we still can produce. It's just that mm. it slows down. Okay, that's the fertility side. What about the pleasure side? Yeah. So so the testosterone. Aff- yeah, the for for men, right? Affects, affects the the uh the sex uh, the sex drive. Yeah. Whereas for women, it just stops. The egg stop, but the hormone also stop. So the uh. the sex drive it goes down lah. So whereas for for men, uh, it will actually not good not stop it'll just slow down in production as we age mm. yeah i should reflect upon that why men are given the responsibility you know <laughs> all right to mm. still have the sexual drive until almost yeah uh, old. yeah not well old. i think that that also reminds me of this point that uh god willing that you are still married at the age you know and uh by then sex cannot be the thing that ties you together mm. and you know bring you know, keeps you together uh, some other things needs to be and so I guess it's your relationship your love for one another mm. enjoying life together in old age because when I when I you know meet couples who are going to get married you know I help them with their marriage preparation and when one of the questions I ask them is why do you want to get married oh so I have someone to you know grow old with so, okay that's a good answer So I hope uh, I wish you all the best, <laughs> you know. But uh, sex is something that will become less and less of a profile and you know, feature in that marriage as you are in the age sixty, seventy, eighties. If you do live that long, so we all need to build our marriage on something else besides mm. sex mm. as you grow old. Mm. And also, testosterone is not just for sex drive. So testosterone is a hormone that also. Has a lot of other health benefits. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good for your for your heart, good for your muscles, good for your bones even. So it's also a very important health uh, uh, benefit of having testosterone. All right, Doctor Tafik, we had a very good talk again with you. All right, I hope you uh, enjoy this talk and yes, will come back. Thank you. Because there are a lot of things I think <laughs> we had we had to stop because of uh, sake of time. Okay. But we hope that you can share more. Thanks future. for having me. All right. Thank you very much for being here today. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. This podcast is brought to you by Iman Catalyst Community, which is missioned to elevate hope by transforming lives through social education initiatives, as well as personal development programs. We are the medium that come in between NGOs and their beneficiaries to enhance their sustainability and impact. If you like to know more, connect, and collaborate with us, you can reach us at Facebook and Instagram at Iman Catalyst. That's spelled E M A A N 
and we would like to work and partner with you. Thank you so much for tuning to this week's conversation. We hope that this episode helped you in your transformational journey as dads. If you like this podcast, make sure you review, follow, and share it with your friends. For more episodes and resources on fathering, check us out at We Are Dads Too on Facebook and Instagram. We would also like to hear your comments and questions. So, please feel free to share them on our FB and IG pages and also our Twitter and be connected to other dads too. Until next time, let's take the next step to be the special dad we are meant to be. Take care and stay safe.